Exactly Radio, back again. Not take two or anything, don't yeah. you worry about that. Yeah. I don't know. One take every time. One take every time, never take 30 or anything. Hey, what's up? We're going back. Spooky season is over. That's yeah. very unfortunate. It is. So November November's upon us. And we're, we're thinking gonna... about November nostalgia. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. We're, we're starting think... off right. Starting off right. I know the next week we have something very nostalgic as well. Jock jams, baby. That's next week. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Uh... <laughs> that, that one's on there, right? I think so. Hey. No, I don't think Gary Glitter's on that. No. Huh? I hope not. <laughs> Isn't that guy like a pedophile? Oh, is he? Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is that why they stopped playing it? At- yeah. Oh. People were like saying about the Joker when they played that song in the Joker. Spoiler alert, that song's in the Joker. <laughs> uh, that they're like, why the fuck would they play this song by a fucking pedophile? I think he was a pedophile. Oh, I shit. probably Maybe that's why they ain't playing it anymore. I should clarify Anyways. why. What Blair, uh, Gary Glitter did. Well, don't worry. <laughs> we can always fill it in. Remember, Robert Plant is a pedophile. Oh, yeah. We're not wrong about that one. Okay, well, <laughs> either way, shit. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, NN, Nostalgic November, not No no Nut November. <laughs> I can't even get through a No Nut Tuesday, so I ain't doing a whole month. One whole specific day, so you cannot nut, but you can't even control no, that shit. No, can't, no, fuck no. So you Sometimes expect, Tuesday, you gotta get your nut on. You gotta get it. So, you, I mean, you expect to go 30 days? No, to, never. To, never? People actually, I wonder if people actually do that. I'm they sure, commit. I'm sure there is people eating onions raw for a while because they thought it made them more masculine, so. God. Well, the thing, okay, people are jerks that do that, but my grandfather used to do that, but he, like, fucking loved the shit out of onions. He didn't do it just to be oh, like, yeah. I'm a man. He was just like, I fucking love onions. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get that. Was he a farmer? He was a farmer. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, fair enough. Because <laughs> I know, like, farmers will just eat tomatoes, too. Yeah, like, yeah they're weird. They eat them. fucking tomato. Like apples. It's fucking weird <laughs> shit. Uh, anyways, hey, what's up? It's Benny K and Tony, just skanking Tony, just skanking Tony. Disappointment in his voice at <sighs> all. Wearing all this checkered, I got the checkered <laughs> sunglasses, got the checkered rude boy, got the checkered Vans, got pick it the, up. <laughs> oh, good God, even suspenders. What oh, the man. fuck is happening? This to me? is so good. I love it. I'm glad that we could. I could finally convince you. I didn't really convince you. I yeah. forced you to listen to this album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're starting off the nostalgia November with Real Big Fish. Turn the radio off and. Uh, I did it because I do love this album, but at the same time, I know Tony hates Scott, so I'm like, <laughs> we gotta do this shit. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you did me. I did him wrong. I did him wrong, and he deserves it. Not really, he doesn't deserve any of this, but we're listening to Scott anyway. So, turn the radio off. Before we get into that, we have a little game, Slap for Craps. We're doing it right now. And unfortunately, I made a list of all bangers, so, I mean, this is gonna be a short segment, but we're gonna do it anyway. Slaps of Craps, right here. Check it out. First song on the list. We're going to start from the bottom. Johnny Quest thinks for sellouts by Less Than Jake. Mm. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Less Than Jake does rule, despite starting as a ska band. <laughs> and then they kind of, you know, just went and just, I'd say, straight pop punk. Yeah. Once in a while, a horn section song. Right. But, um... See, the thing is, and unfortunately, while I have to begrudgingly admit I enjoyed Turn the Radio Off as well, it's like any catchy music is, where's your hooks? And Less Than Jake is, uh, they're the same way where they have a lot of hooks, they have a lot of, it, it's fun. It's, unfortunately, it's too much fun. Like, it, it's really annoying. This is what like, happens. I feel like, yeah, somebody yelling at skateboarders when I listen to Scott. <laughs> Like, I don't care you're having fun, because I'm skating in my parking lot. (laughs) 
That's what happens when you become older, folks. <laughs> we have some young kids listening or anything. You'll hate music and you'll hate the kids that listen to it because it's too much fun. That's mm-hmm. what Tony's excuse is right now. Mm-hmm. So Johnny Quest thinks we're sell out. I also think it's, it's fucking slap because I like that chorus. We're like, Johnny Quest, he thinks we're what? And then it just goes into the... It's so good. Uh, Streetlight Manifesto, we will fall together. Yeah, Streetlight, unfortunately, bangs as well. Streetlight, goddamn, um, one of the best ska bands out there. I mean, they really are, because it just... The thing is, is, like, one of the... It's not issues with just ska, it's pop punk and punk in general, is you can get really repetitive quick, and that's why there's so oh, many yeah. bands, and, then you know, even Real Big Fish, like, makes fun of themselves on one of the songs of yeah. where also we're all basically the same band. Uh-huh. Like, so... <laughs> um... But Streetlight really did mix up the formula. Like, it's one of those where if it was any other subgenre of punk, it would also be, like, relevant in a way because it mixes it all together in a really satisfying way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, uh, classic one here. Op Ivy, Sound System. It's just a fun song. Yeah, Op Ivy just, I mean, they made how many, how many songs is their entire discography? And right. they're always extremely relevant kept alive that is one of those like because some of those older like classic punk bands are not as accessible all the time mm-hmm. like when you were getting into it a lot and you would go back and be like okay i saw like you know op ivy is one of those you play all 20 songs yeah you're like holy shit okay i get why everybody it's super good gives them all this credit plus like for sound system i just want to mosh the whole time it's just like a it's just, you just start moving you just, can't stop moving yeah it's a badass song <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, we're falling into something a little bit sort of on the borderline of ska, but mostly punk. Rancid, Time Bomb. Um, I mean, it, it has the upstroke. Yeah. The I up- think that's why I'm like, does the upstroke make the ska song, or does the horns make the ska song? Uh, both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the both. Um, both, unfortunately. Both. Um, but yeah, uh, of course, this is just a classic one. Um, it's so good that it became a mainstream hit. Oh yeah, it did. God damn. Yeah. Think about that. Which is kind of crazy for a band like Rancid to yeah. have like we'll mainstream hits. Yeah. Like, it's not like their music's inaccessible at all. It's incredibly accessible. It's just it's like one of those where it, you feel like your average music listener would like find you scary. Like <laughs> Rancid. Yeah. I guess the name like, like Rancid. And then they look all tough and stuff. <laughs> Tim Armstrong. That's um, a motherfucker. Fredrickson with the. Forehead tattoo. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> that just, I forgot about that part. Well, it's, just, it's just skunks on his <laughs> forehead, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's skunks, I think. Either way, <laughs> a forehead tattoo in general could have been anything. Just could be like, I, I'd like, <laughs> it could have said, I like hugs, and I'd still be like, this guy's gonna kill me. Um, classic one for the last one here. Absolutely, absolutely legendary ska song. <laughs> the impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Um, in the post apocalypse. Um, in the wastelands where you have to drive like 20 miles between each bar there's going to be a one that's going to be like fallout like type of nostalgia but it's going to play the mighty mighty boss stones thinking they were from the 50s god damn so it's going to be really like you know when we're like old heads in the wasteland be like this is from 1995 (laughs) this ain't from 1945 (laughs) be like shut up old man come on With three limbs. Three limbs. You know, the radiation. Yeah, they gave me a third leg. Okay, I thought you meant like something was lost. (laughs) What am I doing? I don't know. Either way, slaps the crap. I I was like, three limbs. I I mean, right now. I was thinking like a third leg, but maybe I have one less arm. 
That was instead like that's what I thought. I'm like I just imagined some old man on crutches <laughs> for some reason, even though he has both of his legs. <laughs> he just uh, he has one arm and he's just using that one <laughs> plus arm with a with a crutch. I don't know, fucking. Anyway. Anyways, all those are bangers. All those are slaps for me. I didn't even have to put the sounds in because I knew they were all gonna be slaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's get into it. Real big fish. I will give the skinny on that yeah. one. What is it? What what what's Turn the radio off. Turn the radio off is the second full-length album by ska punk band Real Big Fish. It was released in the U.S. in August of 1996 on Mojo Records. What made them big is their single sellout. Both, uh, both, um, sell. Excuse me. Wow. Sellout received a lot of radio airplay and had mainstream success during 1997. You could also find Sellout on soundtracks for video games such as FIFA 2000, Aggressive Inline, and Disney Extreme <laughs> Disney Extreme Skate Adventure. One of my top five favorite video games, Disney yeah. Extreme Skate Adventure. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I mean, you could not believe how Prince and ja Princess Jasmine just, just skates, man. She just fucking tears it up. I am also surprised that none of these songs were on Tony Hawk? Were any Real Big Fish songs on Tony Hawk? Uh, no, but plenty of Ska was. Ska was, uh, but not Real Big Fish? No, I guess not. I, I wouldn't be surprised, though. They would probably eventually have had one. Right, just, I guess I guess it just wasn't sellout. We have to look through the... Yeah, I was going to say that. Because they had Superman, obviously. Right, the Goldfinger? Like, the one good Goldfinger song. Um, <laughs> and then uh, they've definitely had other Ska, too. Like, less than Jake, obviously. Um, I definitely remember less than Jake tracks on there. So I'm sure. I think maybe we have to look up the discography of Tony Hawk games. What were you doing in 97? In 97, I was scared that the world was going to end because I saw a tabloid that my, my dad got. It said like, it was like the sun or whatever. It was like everyone's <laughs> gonna die, and I didn't realize it was all <laughs> yeah, that's didn't, shit. with the Bat Boy. Yeah, yeah, with Bat Boy and shit. So I was like eight years old, thinking I'm gonna die in 1997, like it was gonna be the worst year ever. In 97, I was crying because the Packers lost the Super Bowl. Ah, yes, I also did the same. And I must tell this. I must tell the story now. <laughs> so when the Packers did lose that Super Bowl, I was in Disney with my family, mm. uh, and I remember we went to a. Uh, we went to a restaurant after we were done. I think we were in Epcot that day. And my dad's like, hey, who won the game? And then they're like, the Broncos. And I just immediately started crying at the at the table. And then I was like, can we call Grandpa? Maybe the Packers won in Wisconsin. Aww. Poor bitch. Oh, yeah. I, and I'm still a dumb shithead Packer fan, just like the old times. I remember crying on the couch and... My brother and mom consoling me because they're cute. Oh. Because they weren't as upset because they don't care. Because they don't care. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Like, uh, that was always Austin's thing in sport. So yeah. he was just like, it's okay. Son. Yeah. <laughs> what's, 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 what's his uh, sports rank? Uh, it'd be basketball. And then, like, I guess football and baseball have that, like, second, third. -ish. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I'm saying, I was wondering what number two was. Um, oh. But, yeah. Uh, so I remember that. Uh, the year it did come out, though. We were happy. <laughs> we were. This album. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, because the Packers did win that one. Desmond Howard, baby. Ah, so good. Reggie White. Anyways, we got to stop talking about that shit. Uh, KROQ -K air personality Jed the Fish appears on the album cover, held at gunpoint by frontman's, er, frontman Aaron Barrett's then-girlfriend. Uh, the album has been certified gold by the record, uh, the RIAA, the Recording Industry Association of America. Real Big Fish later released a song called Turn the Radio Off on their album, We're Not Happy Till You're Not Happy. Named after this album. Um, let's see. A limited. Pre eh, I don't need to read that shit. <laughs> it was just. It was like some limited press release vinyls on 2014 at Hot Topic, which I mean. Was it anything like interesting? Was it like. 
did it have like a fi- was it shaped in a fish or something? I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was like that a was, pink color. Yeah, that might have been before they were like. Because what, 14? Eh, 14, they were starting to do fancy finals. Yeah, yeah. You get that. But yeah, that's, uh, that's, the, uh, that's the, big, the, the skinny on Real Big Fish. So let's get into your favorite topic and mine, ska music. Let's um, start it out. Sell out. Well, so the album's tagline for me is... Oh, my bad. I apologize before we get into that. It's an annoying fun time. It's an annoying fun time. Like, that's the thing, is like, <laughs> ska for me is just... It's when I'm at a party having a good time, but I'm really, like, going, we're really annoying right now. <laughs> like, when we were at the bar crawl and everybody was screaming at Guanajuato's, I'm like, this is fun, but y'all are annoying. <laughs> like, everybody's just staring. Because we're all day that, drunk. I'm that's ska. Sure. That's, that's <laughs> like, this is an annoying good time. I'm having fun, but at the same time, I'm kind of annoyed. Like, this is, <laughs> this is a thing right here. All right, but let's do it. <laughs> Sorry, let's start off. Getting off right away with it right away. I don't know how to speak today. Sell out is the first song. That. Yeah, no, it's fucking terrible. Sell out is the first song on this album, and uh, their single, their first single. Uh, Tony gave us into it. It's a certified bopper. Yeah, see, you're like so disappointed. The horns, man. The horns are really good here. <laughs> um, I do enjoy how it's, and you see it through the whole piece here is the irony their use of irony is fun oh yeah um, absolutely because this song album. just sounds like you know this song in general sounds like it's about a good time mm-hmm. but really it's uh it's basically they it, it shows how they're a punk band because mm-hmm. it's very like punk band bullshit yeah. that they deal with like mm-hmm. it made me think right away of against me specifically uh, Laura's book Tranny where she really like got into the nitty gritty of what happened once they signed and dropped New Wave to where uh, somebody fought her in a diner over it even like there was like a punk guy and saw her and was like so mad about New Wave that they got in a fist fight like and at the end of the day it's like this is just my career you would be stupid to turn down the money right. going for like some silly ideal for these people that would eventually turn their backs anyways because that's the other thing fine don't go to the major label they're eventually going to have a problem with the song you make and then say that you sold out anyways right yeah so it's one of those things can't of, win like, can't lose yeah, can't win <laughs> yeah at the end of the day it's still we're in a capitalist society people need to make money I'm sorry. Like, it's like the same one people do the Bert. Well, Bernie has millions of dollars. It's like, well, he still lives in the capitalist society jack wagon. It's just, you know, it's the same thing with me buying an iPhone. I fucking hate Apple, but I need my iPhone because that's how people communicate nowadays. I don't have fucking a smoke signal machine. Man, Sellout really brought out a lot here right here. <laughs> Jesus Christ, for the first song. Because it is a good message, yeah. and it's a good song. Yeah, it's a very good song. It's like, it, their whole their whole album is basically irony, because, I mean, different topics. We'll go into that in a little bit, too, but I do like mm-hmm. how... It is. Yeah. Um, I do like how this kind of makes fun of itself about selling out. And like you, you mentioned, like you can't win with fans... People are pieces of shit in general, mm-hmm. really, honestly. I'm a piece of shit. I mean, you're a piece mm-hmm. of shit. Everyone, the people listening are pieces of shit. But I mean, like, I don't know, it's just, it's how, how it works. And Ruby Fish kind of, like, took it to that level with Sellout, mm-hmm. starting off this album. And I, I didn't mean to bring it down. I didn't mean to bring this out. This no, 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 no. There's, there's not going to be many parts where we can get serious about it. So That's very like, true. The, the message behind that one, I'm like, I get it when you're frustrated as a band. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, because um, it's such a grind to get fans in the first place, and yeah. then fans tur- like I, I would be. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, Super frustrating. <laughs> yeah. So then let's go on to the next song, Trendy, another ironic song. Um, I love the intro. Throughout the entire album, you can hear the talent uh, Matt Wong has on the bass, but this one really kind of shines through a little bit. Um, the second time they say it's not so bad being trendy, it just fucking gets me going. Because it's like, it just gets faster, and it's like it's like a nice little repetition from the, it's like a nice little exit from the chorus, and, uh, and I'm just like, it's so fast, I'm like, I want to like hit people, not hit people like with my fist, but just like bump into people and like this mosh pit and shit, you know. Yeah, like... Um, it, it, yeah, this one's fun. Um, yeah, like you said, bases. Like, again, gotta give kudos to, you know, good Sky X. They have to arrange a lot. It's hard to arrange horns enough, yeah. <laughs> along with, uh, you know, your traditional uh, rock instruments. Like, it's like it's like Slipknot, but, like, you actually have instruments. Yeah. Because like, so, you have nine members that can play different instruments. So you need a good-as-hell rhythm section to keep that together. For sure. So, yeah, like... It's cool. You got some. It's got some rub in this song for sure. And then like I was just thinking like how underrated uh, ska bassists are actually because they're actually really fucking talented. Well, you gotta people. move it around a lot. Yeah, a you lot. Can't You're just, just going everywhere. You can't just play the rhythm guitar. No, it's <laughs> and that sucks because that's me. Um, but the song actually makes fun of being trendy. Mm. And of course, lead singer Aaron Barrett even said that it's trendy to make fun of trendy people. That's that's why it's yeah. like an ironic song. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, well, it is. You know, it, it, it's always like it reminds me of, uh, and you still see it, but it's definitely like 2010 energy internet where people are like. Justin Bieber, who's a girl, actually, you know, like that kind of stuff. Just because that he's like, uh, you know, a. Uh, 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 white dude that a lot of women are into and he sings so yeah. like it makes him effeminate when really it's, it's just like that's what it reminds me of it's uh, just like they're super famous and now I gotta right. hate them for like the dumbest reasons right or like <laughs> even like music that's not targeting them like I remember when everyone gave shit for like the Backstreet Boys or something yeah. like that back in like the 90s and I'm just like they're actually pretty cool now yeah. and then you listen to them you know like, you yeah. hear their old songs are in sync and you're like holy shit these were slappers well, good, yeah <laughs> but then back in the day you're like you're like making fun of something that's not even targeted to you and you're like saying like anyone who listens to this shitty I'm like yeah. no you're you're just being an asshole I, you gotta love what adult men get mad about God. what teen girls are listening to I'm like this is stupid <laughs> man and then for some reason uh, bronies are a thing I don't understand like people that they make, I, I, I know it's kind of like random I, I don't understand them really either but also at, the bronies I've met have been nice but okay. I'm still like if I had a kid, I wouldn't necessarily let you hang out with them. <laughs> it's still weird to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, next song, Join the Club, going back to the being in a band is frustrating mm-hmm. uh, aspect of it. Uh, you can hear the frustration uh, here and on later albums. They have a song called Don't Start a Band on a different album. Um, and you can take the song a couple different ways. First, the song could be really translated to today. Like, everybody plays guitar. Well, I mean, everybody has a podcast nowadays. <laughs> Here we are. That's what I thought was really funny. Uh, second, the song is like the shit you hear from people that aren't in bands but know people in bands. Like, everyone is doing it. Well, how original. How about, what the fuck did I write? I said, how about shut the fuck up? <laughs> shut the fuck up and let them do what they like. It's just a great, it's just great that this band never takes itself too seriously. And uh, and I guess you can with ska music because it's too much fun. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's the reason. Um. That's the reason. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was talking about music all the time, especially because we played music together. I'm always like, yeah. 
kind of want to just experiment again. And then I remember how soul-sucking soul it is yeah. for try to get somebody to care. Oh, absolutely. How much energy, because the energy we put into this, where the instruments we are playing are our voices. <laughs> Takes a lot of work with, you know, some weeks it's like, hmm, if this podcast jumped off a bridge, would anybody <laughs> that would be like, oh, hey. No. Oh, and then I'm like, that's the same thing with making music. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so you just gotta keep doing what we're doing. And like even then, I'm like kind of like messing around with my ukulele a little bit. Yeah. Kind of like writing things. Well, for doing me. it for your own taste. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, and if I play in front of people, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And you did. I did a couple. And of you had the be- and you had the most willing audience too. You know how to set up your audience. I just, do I? <laughs> I just guess. Well, we were all there for the two of oh, you, that. so oh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. Uh, sorry, forgot. we're all gonna be into your performance. I forgot that I asked my fiance to marry me at one point with a ukulele and uh, a real big fish song. It was a real big fish song. <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, you didn't realize that? I, I thought no, that's no. why you picked this no, in general. No, I forgot. That song's not even on this. I know. Oh like, shit! <laughs> so I took, I took your guts. I hate them by Real Big Fish and changed them into a love song. And then sung it to my fiance, and then asked her to marry me, and it was it was a great day. And, uh, and that's thank you, Ruby Fish. The reason you don't need to do music now, because I mean, that's you're it. not gonna I'm not gonna uh, go past that, that performance. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, uh, join, uh, sorry, yeah, join the club is like one of those things where it's like you can just hear the frustration, and and uh, there's yeah. no musical performances planned at a wedding. Right? There is not. Not gonna be a wedding singer moment. No. You're just gonna go up there and then Adam, like Adam Sandler, like powder blue. No, I'm gonna be like Steve Buscemi at that point, where I'm uh, drunk and be like, <laughs> self-taught, <laughs> just be all drunk and shit. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> she has a girlfriend now. This is this one is another fun ass one. This one reminds me. This one sounds like uh, something you would hear though at like a festival or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause it, it it's fun. Cause it especially on their blow-up CD, it's fun to have like this taste of like your local punk band that makes a few slappers a year. Because mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like to yeah. me. Like, this sounds like a fun song you'd hear in the background when you're walking around a festival. Hell yeah. I can see that. And I just like it. Um, uh, you mentioned also like it's a nice like pro-lesbian gay yeah. uh, anthem, and I, I, I absolutely agree. And I think it's like super catchy, and uh, Monique Powell, she's actually from Save Ferris, she kills it in this whole thing, singing the ladies part. Um, uh, what's she from? Uh, Save Ferris. Oh, okay. I th- it sounded like State Fair. Oh, no, Save <laughs> Ferris. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, she rules in this. Um, I'll have to check it out then. Save Ferris. Yeah. I, I know they have the ones, you probably heard this one, they do a cover of Come On Eileen. Super okay. good. Super good. Uh, uh, speaking of Come On Eileen, I saw a good ass Halloween costume. Oh, no. It was a woman just covered in like fake cum. And her, <laughs> her, her name was Eileen. Her, yeah, her name back. Oh, uh, no. Hi, my name is Eileen. <laughs> God. I was very happy with that. Online. Halloween's over, <laughs> but that is hilarious. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, it's like uh, Weezer's Pink Triangle. It's yeah. like that, too, where he has a crush on a girl that turns out to be lesbian. It's like, ah, no. <laughs> I, think, I think the best part is when they get to like the breakdown part, and he's just like, I can't believe it ended like this just because I got no tits. And it's like, I'll shave my legs, I'll wear a bra, even cut my penis off for you. It's like, it's so, like, so good. And of course, doesn't uh, understand the whole like that the, the penis isn't the problem. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> like well, that's, I know, but that's why it's funny. Like, right, that's why it plays into again their irony of mm. yeah, we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rubik Fish doing it upright. So it, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, that's a, that, again, that feels like it's just this fun song. Again, annoying fun. <laughs> and we're not even done. This is like not even halfway through the album. I'm, just, I'm at Chuck E. Cheese watching the kids have a hell of a time. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was going to say, what was that? There's that one meme. This is my, my ska jokes that I must uh, say right now. Yeah. The one meme where it's like ska music is what plays in like a five-year-old's head when he gets like extra mozzarella sticks yeah, or something like that. I was thinking about that on the yeah. way here. It's super it, I mean, it's it's right. And also my other my favorite Scott joke is probably like uh, a guy walks into a restaurant, he sits down, the waiter comes up to him and is like, Hey, would you like to hear the specials? And he's like, No thanks, I don't really like Scott. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for letting me say that. Uh, the specials. I fucking love the specials. Alright, so this one that uh <laughs> Snoop Dogg baby. See that one, I didn't get it at first. Me either. I didn't get it at first. <laughs> Um, but then I remember, like, the rest of the Real Big Fish discography, uh, none of the, the, they're probably talking about Gwen Stefani, because I think at one point Aaron Barrett, the lead singer, and Gwen Stefani were a thing, and this is just talking about how he's like, fuck, I see her on TV all the time, and she's getting bigger than I am, and they sing about that in different songs. Um, and this also made me realize, like, they have, they sing about the same topic, like, the same, like, three or four topics, but then they all make it sound different, and it's always awesome. Um... I did feel like this track was a little out of place, mm-hmm. but it felt right at home with the lyrics because of the topic itself, and then also like being ironic, I think, you know, making fun of yourself for seeing your ex-girlfriend do better things than you. Um, but yeah, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg Baby, I was like, I didn't, I didn't really understand that yeah, at no. first. Me either. <laughs> I've never heard this track beforehand, so I saw it on the track list, I was like, what the hell is Snoop Dogg Baby? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, uh... I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It, 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 it's fine if it's, like, it's another just... That one's more the lounge singer song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A nice little... little bit, yeah. Yeah, I would say nice little, uh... I guess at one point, I remember uh, Jay said this, but it's a palate cleanser. Mm. A palate cleanser. Mm, yes. Like the rest of the song. At the same time, it was not the greatest palate cleanser. Because <laughs> it was just, like, it was just kind of, like, thrown in there and, like... I'd say it's almost an interlude kind of thing to like the rest of the album, and I can't wait to get to two, two for one because you like you fucking hate it, but I love it. But anyways, uh, the next song I think this is their biggest one. I think Sellout is their biggest one, but I think this one is like right up there with it. Beer, yes, damn. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, I enjoy it because the sky <laughs> elements are a compliment. The hook and energy mm-hmm. reside in the emotion uh, of. The fact that a lot of straight dudes, eh, even gay dudes, like just dudes in general, we uh, all suffer from foot and mouth disease when it comes to uh, trying to get with our preferred uh, holes. (laughs) Yeah, man. Referred to women as holes. (laughs) I was like, well... I mean, I'm the joker, baby. We can definitely edit this part out. No. Uh, But anyways, yeah, men suck. Uh, We're really bad at showing our interest at times and um instead of getting better it usually means we just have a beer yeah that's <laughs> kind of how it works damn see now i'm wondering like how much they they i the, the, how much of this is actually ironic i feel this one was like straightforward yeah i think it was just a familiar place that we've all been that's fair and i guess also at the time 1996 the different thing this is like, is this like the beginning of incels right here? Just like fucking... <laughs> nah. No, no, okay, too far? Too nah, far. This, this, is, this is just us with our shitty game. <laughs> but yes, I also love beer. It's, a, it's got the hell of a hook, and I remember, I remember singing this when I was drunk, and I was like 17, and it was great, and 
I was in 17, 1996. It's definitely a song when you're not getting laid. It is so good to just sing oh, man. out loud. And definitely, 17. And that again, was my time. It, it has that punk energy. Um, and then the Scottish exists. But it's a compliment. <laughs> not a distraction, I guess. <laughs> yes. Um, I just love it that you can they, they can just have happy music and yell sad things over it, and it's just it's super fucking good. Um, so the next one, two four one. I want I want you to talk about two four one because I think you have well, a lot of passion for this. Goodwill earned in beer is immediately spent, <laughs> as this is a sky instrumental track. They have some words. <sighs> it's. They say two, two for one. <laughs> this song sounds like a song you'd hear in a retro diner where you found a pube in your food. <laughs> or it's that menu music for a quirky indie platformer video game that just sucks ass. <laughs> and it's written by a Redditor from 2012 who only knows, like, GIFs references, so it's just going to be all facepalm humor. Man. Uh, and I think it's called 241 because that's the amount of times I checked the runtime to see if it was going to be over. <laughs> it's not even that long of a song. <laughs> it's like two minutes. Is it two minutes and 41 seconds? I. It could have been two hours and 41 I, I want to find out. 41 minutes, by the way, I feel. It's two minutes and 41 seconds, okay? Ah, oh, God. That's why it's called 241. Two for one uh, hand jobs at the corner. Oh my god! I thought this was a good song. <laughs> <laughs> two for one hand jobs. Get them ham jibbers going. Um, I, I like two for one. <laughs> it's a nice instrumental, and it's just kind of like I like it too. You get two hand jobs for the price <laughs> yeah, of one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's great. It's a good deal. <laughs> Can't get a better deal on that. Two for one hand jobs. Yeah. Give myself a 15 minute buffer before I can. Anyways, oh I feel God. like this is just a, like a fun jam song that yeah, they yeah. like. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like their warm up mm-hmm. when they were writing this album or something and they were like, actually, this is starting to slap. Let's put it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. That's um, <laughs> if you thought it slapped, um, if you are Neanderthal. I, I am. Both if those things. Ne- I thought it was. <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought it slapped, and I'm a Neanderthal. You're the, you're the guy, Coke Caveman. Yeah, <laughs> except I'm offended every time I see like some caveman shit. Like, stop making fun of it. It's me. Remember, they made a sitcom. They did, and it only what? How many episodes? Like, probably one. Probably just one. <laughs> I remember that happening. I was like, why did they it do happened. this? Uh, oh god! They, and they try to use it as like a vehicle to just put racist racist humor in. Oh shit! For real? Basically, they were stand-ins for black men. Like the oh. episode was like. You know that woman next door is into Cro-Mags, right? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Okay, it's I didn't know that. You know, and then they were like, oh, Cro-Mags have bigger dicks. Like. <laughs> okay, well, this is eye-opening. <laughs> I did not fucking know that. Surprising that a sitcom based on a car insurance commercial would, have, so well. <laughs> would have problems oh, getting God. off the ground. Jesus Christ. Uh, I have to just go back and see if that's that's fucking ridiculous. And that is why uh, capitalism's a joke, because that's the people making our entertainment thought that. That's, uh, greenlit that. Greenlit that shit. <laughs> well, it kind of ties into our next song. Everything yes. sucks. Uh-huh. Everything sucks. It's just another track about being. It's just. It's real. It's <laughs> sometimes you need a happy sounding track to just scream at you that everything sucks, and it just makes you feel better. Um, it's like the light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm convinced that ska, at least real big fish, are the e- are for emo kids that are happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, I was trying to decide if this is irony poisoning, or if it is irony. 
because if it's irony, irony poisoning in the sense that where you just end up saying something ironically so much you just believe it. Mm-hmm. So is it ironic, irony poisoning? You know, poisoning in the sense that they are like, yeah, literally everything sucks and who gives a shit what we're doing right now. Or is it? Would you guys? Yeah, sure. Everything sucks. Why don't you just start enjoying shit for a change then? Oh yeah, wow. I guess you could take that two different ways. Yeah. Wow. I'm going with the latter of like. You know, because it's you know, because I feel like there's the frustration in songs like Sellout, mm-hmm. where it's just like, fine, whatever, we're sellouts, everything fucking sucks. Let's just enjoy this, right? Yeah. Like, because that's how sometimes I really feel, especially when we have a show where we do try to come up with criticisms. But ultimately, you and I trend towards the we enjoy it because it made us consume some music. Yeah, for sure. And then now that I, now that you brought that up, it kind of blows my mind because I was thinking about the chorus. He's like, ah, no, everything sucks. And then he ends it with, and this will be the last time you hear me complain. I'm like, oh, wow. So you fucking nailed Now I'm like, you blow my mind. So I think it's, yeah, definitely, I like, that's how I like to take it, because that's how I feel, too, because I like to be a critic sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then I understand there's that point where a lot of people go over to then where it's like nothing impresses them or makes them happy or whatever, and it's just like... Dumb. Like, yes, everything sucks to a degree, but, like, well, it's the fact that at 3 o'clock we're going to start yelling at the TV screen. You know, <laughs> backers. of how annoying the fucking refs can be and oh, yeah. how the game of football is played, especially at the NFL level, mm-hmm. and is called. But we're going to tune in. We're going to do we're gonna it. tune in next week. <laughs> so, like, it's one of those things that, yes, everything does suck to a degree. But, like, come on, just enjoy yourself. Just enjoy it. <laughs> Speaking of another thing I enjoyed, Suburban Rhythm, well, it's called SR, but yeah. it's Suburban Rhythm. Uh, it's a short song, I love it, sweet, good song. It's just a big shout out to a band uh, that they used to tour with called Suburban Rhythm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, the band, unfortunately, only released one album before they broke up. Uh, what's great is that during the live shows, Rubik Fish plays the song several times, but in several different genres. It's fucking awesome. And that's a, that's cool. Yeah. I'd like to see that. That's so. a mark of a good band, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing it reminds me, it's a minor thing, but one thing I always enjoyed is uh, Elfwine Trio will insert uh, it's one they, especially a lot of songs contain Chicago, but other ones you know, will mention a certain city mm-hmm. in the lyrics. They always change it to Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Wherever they're, when they're, wherever they're playing, yeah. And I always enjoyed that. That's always too. cool. It's yeah. always those little things where you know they want to mix it up too because you get tired of playing on and singing the same shit after night after night. So it's just one of those little things like, ooh, Milwaukee. <laughs> get, yeah. the, get the cheap pop. Get <laughs> yeah, the cheap exactly. Pop in the crowd. Exactly. Um, um, so yeah, and yeah, so that, that, that that's an interesting idea. Yeah, that is. maybe I'll have to catch one of these RBF shows with you guys. <laughs> you guys go enough to one. We do. I haven't been to one for a while. Be How many you've been to? You say. Um, is it in double digits? I think it might be 10. I think it might Ooh. be just 10. Mm. Maybe. Because mm. there was a couple times where like they're at festivals and shit and they play like 15 I mean, minutes. that counts. Yeah, that does count. That counts. That counts. But I mean, I remember, I think the last time I saw them was like 2015. I'm, I, I haven't seen them since uh, since I moved down here, actually. That's kind of weird. Wow. That's that's insane. Wow. Stop, listen, uh, stop going to so <clears throat> many ska shows and you find a wife. Hmm. Yeah, it's... Wow. I figured it out, guys. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> um, next song. But yeah, no, seriously, they're really good. I, they actually, their live album has that version of uh, Suburban Rhythm, and I suggest listening to that, too. But if you want to wait until you see it live. I already used this joke before, but I really do, I, after listening to this, I know why they're called Real Big Fish. Why is that? Because they have so many hooks. 
Goddamn right. <laughs> Goddamn right. So, <laughs> the next yeah. song, uh, Scott Tannic. Um, it is a very fun one. It is. I don't think it really ages well as far as like the year because mm-hmm. like 1996 to 2019, not so good, but also could be ironic. Again, yeah. So, but yeah, I, 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 I uh, this is a good bass one. Yes, bass brings it back. Oh, yeah, in. the intro, the intro is really um, good. Yeah, this, this is uh, like where they. I enjoy the Satan fun in this because yeah. then there's also Satan. Yeah, and. Throw a little bit of a wrench in the Scott formula, mm-hmm. and that I liked that. That was really cool. It again shows this talent that they at least can play with the genre quite well. Yeah, which is one of the only ways to get you to pay attention to this genre mm-hmm. is play with it, because um, it's gonna get worse later. It's gonna. I'm gonna get upset. You're gonna get upset. All I want is more is coming, and that that's awesome. But there, <laughs> there's a song that triggers me. Very heavily. Really? And it's on the horizon. Okay. I can't wait. I... Okay. I think it's a, one of the last songs. Anyways. I'm getting mad. Sorry, wow, okay. Getting preemptively mad <laughs> thinking about it. But yes, I also... Um, Aaron Barrett, the lead singer, um, is actually really good at a death metal voice. It's mm-hmm. fucking... Yeah. It's fucking stupid how good he is at that. Because um, when I... Going back to Suburban Rhythm, when they do that live version, he does a death metal version of it. Oh, and cool. it's like fucking... It's fucking sick. Do they incorporate double kicks? Do they have double kicks on their drums just for that? That'd be fun. No, I don't think so. I think the, <laughs> I think the drummer is just good enough to make it sound okay. like double kicks. I would hope not. Alright, next song. All I want is more. I want you to tell me about this one. Because uh, you're correct. <laughs> this is like one of your theme songs of your life. Like, <laughs> if I had to make a soundtrack of Explain This Guy to, be, to me... Um, I would give him this. Uh, the song is painted in the overly happy bubblegum shit that can be ska. But then lyrics like, and I said, why don't you go fuck yourself? It's basically something that Ben says to me, you know, has said to me like daily, um, or just in my vicinity. Uh... So it's basically just his theme song because he's a dancing jackass that can start dropping <laughs> profanity at a moment's notice. Yes, um, ben and uh, Real Big Fish is a t-shirt that reads "fuck you," but <laughs> it's in Comic Sans. <laughs> this song is stupid as shit, as he is, and I love him for it. Uh, shut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I don't even want to say anything about this song because you're absolutely correct. Like everything about this, like. I, I don't want to say, like, I get my personality from Real Big Fish or anything, but this might have It plays me. into it. It does. It does play into it a lot. It's the, I mean, isn't it funny, again, when music's a big part of you, it does play into your personality. Yeah. Even what you're, like, listening to a bunch at the moment, mm-hmm. like, not so much when we're doing this to, like, talk about it with other people. Mm-hmm. It's when you do your free time, what you listen to, mm-hmm. you know, it dictates. Because yeah. then you start using, like, even the slang you heard in it, because you just heard it enough. And shit like that. Yeah. Or I'll just get one, you know, lyric stuck in my head, and that's what's going to be stuck in my head for the week. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so this is very much a uh, you brand song. Like I said, if I had to make a playlist, to be like, who is this guy? And uh, I think, uh, you know, the next song also does that. Uh, nothing. Um, for me, at least. Because uh, I think you also wrote that this is a very much a Ben song. And uh, I just have to say, when it gets to that breakdown, it's all regified and everything, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, I don't fucking care. I'm like, this is yeah. great. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my shit. Yep. That's very much uh, when we're in the thick of dealing with bullshit, 
whichever way it goes, it's very much like, alright, time to float down the river and just drink a beer. Don't fucking care. Yep, yep. But really, it did sound like a Bad Religion song, too. It did a little bit. Yeah, it's like a Bad Religion does Scott song, which, oh. thank God they've never done that. What would it be like but, if Bad Religion did horns? But he does kind of do a Greg uh, graph and like, delivery. And it does. It yeah, is. now that you say that, wow, I didn't even think about that. So that's what interested me. I'm like, cool. it's kind of a Bad Religion song. <laughs> okay, before you get angry, we have one more. Before Thank you get God. angry, because I know Thank you're about God. to get angry. Thank God. Uh, Satan. Another play in <laughs> Satan. Yeah. Uh, I love it because it's about a vegetarian, and I think it's like the ironic, because it's like, I think they're talking about how like this plant is dead or something like that. It was, it's a super fun song too. Um, it's definitely one way you like tease to somebody, you know? Yeah. Like, in a playful way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good um, song. Especially because vegetarians were probably rare at the time when they came up with this. I'm sure they have one vegetarian friend. But don't they, <laughs> yeah, probably, but don't they in the beginning of the song, they're like, all the bigots in the house, the bigots, the bigots, is that what they say? I have to look at the lyrics again. I don't remember. But that sounds actually like correct, too. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just the whole song just making fun of vegetarians like poor little cow mm -hmm. little sheep and uh it's, it's a scoff yeah it's scoff. I mean and yeah again it's their ironic voice it's their fucking around like I said I still think it got it it, it, it reads playful to me like they are just teasing somebody they might know mm -hmm. alright well let's get you mad or just trolling in general yeah like, yeah, like, I would say I, I it's kind of a troll song. Yeah, and I think the way know. he sings it, the way he presents it, definitely. And then, uh, yeah, I'll never be Hank happened, and already it's Sarah with the upstrokes. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Which high school did I? Which high school uh, talent show did I stumble into? <laughs> and then he started going, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Oh yeah. And I just all I could see was red, man. <laughs> you put them all together. I just. I I, I I threw my laptop out a window. That's it. I, I I'm I, done. Yeah, I, I fucking dabbed on it. All right, I dabbed <laughs> on my laptop. The, yeah, just smashed. And then uh, I just I, I said I'll never be. I, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, you didn't like the song. Too many Scott <laughs> elements to it. Too too many. Too too many. But it's another one about band stuff. Yeah, it's all good. I think it's great. Because, I mean, they, like I said, they talk about... And I, I've brought this up a billion times. Like, if, if, a, if a band can take a certain subject and talk about it over and over again but still make it sound interesting, I'm fucking into it. Well, it's a theme. Yeah. I enjoy when a band or when an album sticks to a theme. Mm -hmm. Especially one where the genre might just be fun, where you could just create 30 minutes of hook, yeah. hooks and yeah. catchy music. And instead, they still put a statement in there, you know, and... It's fitting, like wrapping it in a layer of irony, especially with you know a band or like music that has like horns and stuff, mm -hmm. and does automatically just sound happy. Uh, to sneak that message in there while you're dancing is like it's very much. Oh God. <laughs> yes, defend ska music. No, it's Joker. Oh. Because he's dancing like a jackass, but underneath there is the darkness. Yeah. But his dance moves are so cool. Oh, God. It's all wrapping together in the Ben Extended Universe. No, wait. <laughs> Joker <laughs> has ska sensibilities. <laughs> oh, God. He, he definitely has listened to this album. All right. Let's finish up the album. Last song, Alternative Baby. Um, I feel like 
to me, there's like a lot of layers to this song, but at the same time, there's none at all. Um, it's like the perspective of a fan like watching Ugh. Real Big Fish or something like that, but then also like trying to get with this. Like the way I look at it, it's like it's the perspective of like Aaron seeing a person in the in the crowd or something like that, and then just like is in, it's in, he's like in love with him or so. It's a love song. It's a weird love song. Uh, and I thought it was kind of a good ending to the album, but at the same time, also kind of a weird ending to the album because it was just kind of abrupt. It didn't really mm-hmm. have like an ending to it. Um, but still, ska music, I guess, doesn't really need to be explained all that much, so I feel like it might have been a good ending to it. Yeah. Uh, same. I, I'm not sure either. Uh, it's one of those things I feel it's where it's like, well, I don't, we don't really have an album ender. No. Um, I mean, how do you end one? Do you just end one with a big jam at the end? Like, yeah. So, um, it, it also amuses me because you know musicians like yeah they're always cranking out shows and stuff when they're touring but days where they have more clarity and they're not just punching in you know they're watching the crowd and seeing shit that's happening and getting interested and like ooh, looks like they're on a date you know what's going on with that yeah yeah um but yeah that's that's the album yeah that was fun yeah it was a lot of fun glad we got a chance to finally do a sky album finally forced you to listen to it <laughs> um but we still got some hyper specific to do we're just doing this with each other here because mm-hmm, nobody asks us hyper specific questions exactly today. it's time for us it's to, us to do it yeah. it's time for it's us here we turn here we go and we're back hyper specific tony lead us off so in honor of beer which is one beer that you associate with passing out in the floor and getting sick we all have that one beer keystone light yeah that was definitely yeah, our drink of choice, one. yeah. Like, uh, yep. Rolling Rock for me. Oh, God. I can't have another Rolling Rock anymore. Just Because t- that's the thing. It tastes like barf after oh, that. Oh, God. <laughs> so, for me, yep, definitely Rolling Rock. Knocking back those green bottles. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. Keystone Light was one when we grew up and everything, but then there was one that got me real sick. It was, uh... Oh, fuck. It was a part... I was I was bartending in Green Bay, and they had a Firkin Fest going on, and they brought this Firkin of, like, this, um fuck was it hmm. it was like a I want to say a session ale or something like that it had a weird taste to it that I cannot taste anymore because I got really drunk off oh, I puked in the parking lot next to one of the <laughs> one of the pizza delivery person's car and they're like you better not be puking in my car I'm like it's next to it I'm fine was it like was it like a was it a spice or a flower no it wasn't a spice or a flower it was like they they made this beer a wit beer i think it was oh. a wit it was a wit with like a grapefruit uh, okay. and i was like this is great and then there was like we had these tall glasses and they were all like two dollars and i had a discount because i worked there so it was like a dollar <laughs> and i just kept drinking them and then a couple of my friends came by and then they had a drink but then she didn't like her drink so then i drank her drink and i'm like all right fucking cool and i'm just fucking wasted <laughs> just not i am back. fucking wasted and then i remember that so yeah that whatever beer that was <laughs> i can't do i can't do wit beers anymore because of that there we are in oh, honor no. of Skatanic in Satan, what is one unexpected act artist you'd want to hear make a Satan song? Um, I think, uh, hmm. I, I think it would throw me off if, like, Mumford & Sons did a <laughs> Satanic song. Uh, and I worship you and I... <laughs> <laughs> something the devil is a pretty cool guy I like the main dude still yeah 
but uh, well, one of them, but I think some of the other ones too, like Jordan Peterson, because okay. I took a picture with Jordan Peterson, and he's like, I like that book, you know, his book and stuff. Which, Jordan Peterson's one of those weird alt right figures. Oh he was, no, he was that per, uh, he was that professor that refused to say people's pronouns. And Great. got famous off of that. Good guy. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, uh, Winston, he sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, I like when I write the song and I or the question, I can't even think of one. Yeah. Because um, that's kind of hard. It is kind of hard. Um, we want to see Go Satanic. Yeah. Um, Tyler, the creator, would probably actually oh, make a good really though. good, like, Satan album. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be fucking good, though. Yeah. Holy shit. Especially when he has his gravelier voice when he's rapping, when he's angry. Mm-hmm. Like, that would yeah. that would play into it really well. God. I, I'm just imagining, um, what was it? Uh, Goblin. Yeah, I'd look like the Goblin cover, except with an yeah. upside-down cross on it or something. Oh, man. That'd be nice. <laughs> now I gotta pitch it to him. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, man, can you make a Satanic album? Is that cool? Uh... Which band do you think would be better with horns? Uh, I think just um, some rappers should try it with beats. I, I mean, was just thinking about if that. If you pray right, uh, with Brockhampton had that tuba, yeah. and that was oh, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that was so, cool. So, like, it's just one of those things of, also, I really like, uh, I don't know if Kanye kind of started that on my beautiful dark twist of fantasy or mm-hmm. it was kind of before that but like in all of the lights he has the trumpets at the beginning mm-hmm. where rihanna's coming in and that's one of the coolest intros to a song um so hip-hop's already done that with horns and trumpets in their songs and it's always the best like it always sounds epic like trumpets in like a nice beat so it's one of those things of Put more horns. Mm. Um, don't ruin other music with horns, though. I well, <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I uh, I was gonna say Suicide Silence because I wanted to see what they would be like. Yeah, that would with, be cool. Just to see what just they, like how a, would they be able to translate their horns? Just the death, their death ah, death metal act too in general <laughs> with some fun. with the fucking trombone in there too. Fucking system of down because oh, of shit. the Mister Bungle kind of sound. Oh, they would that would definitely flow well. With yeah, that. like flow well. so, system of down where yeah they would tune in more to that Mister Bungle kind of sound where it's goofing off and right. stuff. They would do well with it with horns. And my last question for you, Tony, is why do you hate Scott so much? Uh, again, it's like you're at a Chuck E. Cheese. It's like <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese for punk. Like, I, I, you know, it's just, oh, God. It's just, it's just so happy. It's, it's just, so happy. It, it's an annoying good time. That's really sad that you think that. Like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it, it really brings out my Abe Simpson yelling out a cloud. cloud. <laughs> like, when it's on, I'm like, you kids in your damn happy kids. music and Ben telling you guys to listen to it. Yeah. Like, damn it. All right, let's get some recommendations. Let's wrap this up here. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. So, Against All Authority, because one, they have a song that's called Ska Sucks, mm-hmm. but also uh, they had an album called The Restoration of Chaos and Order. That is a George Bush line, because it is a George W. Bush era album. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was their last one. Um, they're kind of, they're pop punk. They all once in a while throw some horns in a song, though. They will. Yeah, I was going to say, Ska Sucks they have. And Ska Sucks is an ironic song. Because, again, it's like me saying they suck and always playing it up, and it's like I do like some Ska, but I also, it's just, it's like any genre. It's like, you know, there's aspects of it. Rubik Fish also covered uh, Ska Sucks. It was only like... Like a part of it, because it's like they generally the say the irony kings. The irony kings. Super good. 
but uh but yeah that uh, album just it's all just pop punk slappers up and down we listen to it a ton i think you you should check it out it's cool um we used to listen to it down at the party house okay um, a lot and it's just it, it again it's george w bush era shit um they were doing it before green day made it cool uh <laughs> And so it, it, it's a good one where it balances that, but it's also like there's songs about like let's just fucking get wasted and have a good time because yeah. the end of the world's here kind of stuff. Which like is, what TV party? Which uh, oh no, that's someone else. That, that's Black Flag. Oh my bad. But um, <laughs> but uh, which kind of has the same energy of turn the radio off. Yeah. It, it actually does. So, besides the fact that they made a song called Sus- Scott Sucks. <laughs> I was going in the direction of, a, like, a band that doesn't really take themselves serious. Like, I shouldn't say take themselves seriously, but, like, doesn't take themselves, the ma- themselves I, too I mean, seriously. The head, the head of this guy, or the head of this band does have a skull. It. He does, and <laughs> it's great. Uh, the band Strapping Young Lad, their album Alien, they're a, an awesome metal band from Canada. Um, they, I think they're actually done playing. I, I know he, Devin Townsend, the lead singer, he does music every once in a while. I think they're coming back. Strapping on that? Strapping I think that? he's writing new material for her. Fuck yeah. That'll be cool. I really enjoy them. Um, but their album Alien I think would be a good one. I know like they talk about things like uh, uh, there's a song, their, their hit song called Love with a question mark. It's like super cool and uh, they, just don't, they just don't take the metal genre, they don't take themselves too seriously and they're like a big metal band from Canada. And metal's another one where yeah you can goof off mm-hmm. like there is aspects of it taking taking itself too seriously yeah. and I think Funk does too and that's why Scott fits yeah. annoyingly yeah for sure well that's it that's the episode Scott's like the annoying little brother of Punk <laughs> the annoying little brother they, they do have a point sometimes but most of the time you just want to smack him and get out and tell him to get out of your room <laughs> I get that well that's the episode that's really fish <laughs> right there before we leave we were talking about uh, wedding stuff before and Tony I have to <gasps> I have to. I have to do something. <gasps> what? I got, I got He's you. He's gonna propose. I got toilet paper. I got you a gift. Do you want to be in my wedding party? Uh, I accept. TP. <laughs> but there's more things to it. You have to look at everything. <laughs> and a whoopee cushion and Paul Blart. This is Paul Blart, right? <laughs> Paul Blart two. Two. <laughs> Never even saw the first. Blart rides again. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Happy one year anniversary. Yeah. I will of course stand up in a suit at your party Sweet. where you get married. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's our one year anniversary too. I forgot about that yeah, part. Shit. Being friends. Being friends. Tony's gonna be in my wedding now. I Yay. was in his. And I gave him I didn't know because like Amber gave like nice gifts to her like bridesmaids. And I was shit. like, I was really excited for what junk I gave. <laughs> I, I was like, shit, she's got good things. I'm like, I'm just gonna find random I went to the Dollar General, just found all this these is things. fucking awesome. What gave me the inspiration is like I found two things of toilet paper like this right next to each other. I'm like, I'm buying both of these. And then I'm fucking I found whoopee cushions and I found two bad movies. Hell yes. So. Um yeah, I'm so glad this isn't a flask like every other groomsman. <laughs> Plenty of those. Oh, oh, we also have to do a shot. Oh, hell yeah. On, ca- uh, on cam. On camera? Yeah, on yeah. camera. So then, yes, we're just going to end the episode with us doing a shot because now Tony is in my wedding party. If any- be half shots because I'm a fucking bitch. And if anybody, you know, made it this far, you get to listen to this amazing content. Right, yeah. The amazing content of him opening up a whoopee cushion and toilet paper. And yeah, I could use it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought at least one thing should be useful. Cheers. Thanks, buddy. I love you. Love you, too. All right. Yay. <laughs> oh god, I suck at shots. Wedding. Wedding. That was not exactly radio. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again.
I'm your host. <laughs> wedding. Amber was right there. She heard us say the thing. Anyway, it's not exactly radio. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. It's been Benny K and Tony, just Tony. Tony, just Tony. Tony, just gonna be in my wedding, Tony. All right, we're out of here. Bye-bye. Exactly like us.